1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on another big night of European football. It was a sensational evening for Rangers who knocked out Europa League favourites Borussia Dortmund to set up a meeting with Red Star Belgrade. Celtic are out of Europe altogether after a heavy defeat over two legs to Bodo Glimt, and it's back to the domestic stuff tomorrow with important games up and down the country. And speaking of a return Kenny Miller is here Alongside the returning Hugh Kevens. I've never been so happy To see Kenny Miller In my life Anyway Rangers are the
2: talk of Europe After that elimination Of Borussia Dortmund Celtic are the talk of the steamy After freezing in the Arctic Circle Well you would Kenny When you think about it Wouldn't you In the Arctic Circle uh, I think it was a watershed moment For Giovanni van Bronckhurst Last night A landmark result This early in his Rangers Managerial career When he took over I said he was an upgrade on Steven Gerrard And that was met with a predictably hostile response But I stand by what I said He
1: is an upgrade Kenny, summed that up last night
3: <sighs> Sensational result You know, it was looking likely at one point And the, particularly the first half that, that Dortmund were going to overturn it You know, they were playing some fantastic stuff They got two goals Uh, But at half time You know Gio deserves so much credit For Again what he said Had been worked on Through the week In terms of uh, Preparing for the game He'd worked on a number Of different things Back three being one of them Lundstrom stepping into The middle of that back three And it just seemed to change the performance completely, you know, and Ryan Kent, maybe freeing him up as well, getting him close to Morelos and giving him that free roll to go and hurt teams and when he got on the ball, I thought he was absolutely fantastic in the second half, Ryan Kent, as was everybody, but him in particular, he looked so, so lively in the second half and, you know, it must be right up there, Hugh, again, you might be able to come up with a few results of similar stature, But to beat Dortmund over two legs is a phenomenal, phenomenal achievement for the football club
2: That's why I call it a landmark result, Kenny Uh, These things don't come along very often To to beat Borussia Dortmund among the favourites for the competition Home and away is nothing short of
1: astonishing 01419511025 01419511025 That's the number you need To give us all your thoughts on last night Rangers fans How good was last night? I think that's all we have to ask you And open the phone lines And let you wax lyrical Where does it rank? As Kenny says Just how good a an evening was it? Were you there? Describe the atmosphere The occasion The size of the achievement The draw by the way Because Red Star Belgrade um, Not as... Fearful, I suppose, as Borussia Dortmund But that's not necessarily the way it works So give us all your thoughts on last night, Rangers fans, Celtic fans Where did it go wrong? A bit of a changed team from Ange Postacoglu Was that an admission, that it wasn't going to happen on the nights? You have no choice but to concentrate solely on domestic stuff So give us all your thoughts, please 01419511025 you've, You've seen them all And... All different in, in different ways In, in different eras so, so certainly in the modern era Is that right up there? Oh without question I mean
2: when the draw was made Subconsciously I wrote off Rangers I think everyone did, did. Even yes. even you would have been in amongst everyone else this day. You can't yeah. get blamed for this one No Don't no, worry. No, no no But th- they may try uh, But to do it home and away That's the astonishing thing Now people will go on about Erling Haaland Not being there They can go on about anything they like uh, you're talking about the team who are second in the Bundesliga uh, You're talking about the team who, as I say Were among the favourites to win the Europa League uh, But it's the home and away aspect of it all that, that makes it stand out And it's also, I think, the mark of a managerial talent That when it gets to 5-4 in aggregate You not only come up with plan B But plan C, as Giovanni van Bronckers called it uh, In In the heat of battle Kenny was there, 50,000 people uh, going off their heads at Ibrooks last night. In the heat of battle, he had the presence of mind to sort it all out. So, on a personal level, I think it's a huge night for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Uh As a club, it's a massive night for Rangers.
1: 01419511025. I don't want to hold you back any longer. So, let's bring in Graham, who's a Rangers fan in Easterhouse to kick things off. Graham, how good was that last night?
4: Absolutely outstanding, mate. I thought The first half they showed how good they really were The boy Bellingham was unbelievable But the second half I thought
1: they were brilliant It's the <coughs> craziest thing about it Kenny Over the two legs It was pretty comfortable there's, there's so many layers to how impressive And unexpected this was Going through at all under any circumstances Would have been eye-catching But to do it Extremely comfortably last week And by and large comfortable last night You saw a bit more Of what Borussia Dortmund were capable of But the aggregate score tells you It was fairly comfortable for Rangers I'm sure we'll get to refereeing VAR decisions It should have been even more comfortable last night To to, to do it over two legs in that manner How impressive was that?
3: Very Again when you say it was It was comfortable You know there was a spell At the end of the first half I just felt they were Starting to go through the gears They had a couple Other wee chances Malin coming in Off the right hand side He probably should have Went far post Tried to do Griegs At the near post Uh, When Griegs was called upon as well He makes As he does Makes a couple of good saves uh, uh, To keep them at bay But the second half You're right I mean for all their play Even in the first half For all their play I thought they kind of stood up to it It was maybe just that wee five minutes At the end of the first half Where I really thought well, Oh if they got another one here It could be game on But the, again the, the change at half time Was a master stroke You know And it gave them a different A different platform To go and press It gave them an extra body Obviously back there Defensively as well It freed up Ryan Kent As we've already said And, and he looked Scintillating for him In the second half Like he was for the full game Last mm-hmm. week A constant threat Uh, And making top top players looking very very silly When he's he's running at them doing that step over So it was a a, a wonderful performance And you know the atmosphere you asked about It was bouncing See when that goal went in to to make it 7-4 The disallowed one The disallowed one that shouldn't have been disallowed (laughs) The roof came off You know it was already bouncing But the roof came off It was incredible Absolutely incredible And that 7-4 like again That would have been Looking really, really comfortable. And by the way, for the second half performances and the way the the goal came about, it was no more than deserved.
1: Graham, as a Rangers fan, how how special was that last night? Where does that rank for you in terms of you know big results that you'll remember forever?
4: Oh, it's up there with the Leon away game, remember the free not game? Yep. It's St there with that, but it was amazing. And I like to say to Kenny. How good? It's important that is James Tavernier The Glasgow Rangers.
3: Well, there you go. Uh-huh. You know. It's taken what's that five minutes to get on it? I said last night, he's one of the first ones that, that people turn on. You know, whether oh he's no good enough defender or he's no this or he's no that. Tav pops up, but I mean, seventy five goals. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> the right it's, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. And you could put another fifty assists on top of that as well, probably. He's and that's not just his numbers, you know. See to have the character to stand up and people question him as a captain. But to have the character To stand up Every single week And turn out Put the armband on And go and perform To the manner in which he does Under all the pressure And under the scrutiny That he constantly falls under The minute any negative result Comes about is testament to him and, given, and, and his performances And his character
2: Given the atmosphere That uh, we play our game in uh, James Tavernier Is always going to be haunted By what was uh, put Into the club's Matchday programme Which should never have Get into the programme In the first place Uh and the, the Rangers fans took serious umbrage at the time But as Kenny said Ignore programme articles And simply look at the stats And the, the, the he is a leader uh, He has been a phenomenal leader for Rangers uh, And at the moment He is the top man And he, he must be looking at Red Star Belgrade And thinking that Rangers can take them And move into the last eight He scores three goals over
1: two Games against Borussia Dortmund To knock them out Kenny And you'd almost Shrug because you expect it like, Right backs tend to pop up Every seven or eight games With a goal Every ten games With a with a, a goal He scored three In this tie alone Against Borussia Dortmund And you, you probably just expect it I know they're from the spot But you need that to them You need that reliability In those situations as well
3: And by the way It's, it's testament to him That he's actually on the penalties when you look at the players that are in the lineup, who could be the attacking talent that they've got in the lineup? He's the man given the responsibility to take these moments up, and like you say, his big high pressure moments. I have really felt that, that I've always have felt that a wing back would suit him because he's attacking mm. and He loves going forward. He loves getting goals. He loves assisting. But to have the desire as well That was wing back to wing back last night It was Bassy to Tavernier To have the desire to get in there Where again You see wingers sometimes playing Who are not are a bit reluctant to get into that back Post to sniff goals at Well he was out right in the back there And the technique to go and put it away Was outstanding You know Every credit to him Because he does get a lot of sticks sometimes When things go wrong But like I've said Constantly stands up and, and comes up with big moments Where did you watch it last night Graham? I was in the
1: house I gave my wee grandson my ticket Oh, wow. By the Poof, way no, Hold no, on no. a minute Grandpa of the The year Is he, I, I hope he's been on the phone Thanking you No it was his birthday oh, f- <laughs> He's not going to forget that date In a hurry Hugh I wouldn't have given my grandkid a ticket too, yeah. no, no, no I regret it now mate <laughs> I just need to look for my girl Birthday <laughs> or no birthday I regret it I hope he's not listening Thank you Graham, In Easter House, 01419511025 uh, John's also a Rangers fan are you down off the ceiling yet, John?
5: Uh, Swinging from it still at the moment, actually, guys. Good evening to you all. Hi, John. Uh, No, just touching on what you said there. Um, like many nights that we had last night, touching back probably at the Leeds two-legged uh, tie and the Marseille when we were down and come back. Uh, the atmosphere of the nights was absolutely incredible. Um, wasn't at a game last night? so I didn't experience that uh, atmosphere, but uh, great achievement. Um, tactically, it was different class, the way he came out second half, jigged it about, having Bassett left back, big, powerful lad. Uh, he's shown his own now, he's, he's coming really good. Um, so, no, last night was absolutely up there. way, probably one of the greatest nights uh,
1: for Rangers. So Don't get me wrong, Hugh, I, on one hand, he... The comparisons are inevitable uh-huh. it, it probably becomes a bit unfair To spend too much time Comparing to other occasions Because then you're giving The other games the air time As opposed yeah. to last night John mentions you know, Leeds, Marseille, 90s Great Though they were Rangers were a, were a powerhouse At that time and, and you look at you know look at The players they had In this current climate In this context Football has changed It's become more about money Than ever before yep. The big five leagues Have it all their own way For Rangers to do that now, in, in, in modern football In this current climate That's why it's a result that's being Felt all around Europe this morning Yeah, of course uh, But I'll allow you on this one Because
2: I worked at both the home leg And the away leg of the Leeds United tie uh, Rangers went down at Ibrook's In the first couple of minutes uh, And had the presence of mind to go over that At Ellen Road Rangers did to Leeds United What this current Rangers side did to Borussia Dortmund in the Westfalenstadion, stadion uh, and I remember Howard Wilkinson was the Leeds manager and he came in and he was beside himself at Ellen Road and he started to talk a load of rubbish about the game because it, he he couldn't go over the fact that a Scottish team had put out Leeds United uh, and his interpretation of the game bore no relation to reality to, be, to their credit Borussia Dortmund said after the first leg That they were humiliated by the performance that that they had given And no one has said after last night's Mm. game Anything other than well
1: done to Rangers That's kind of what I meant about the the comfortable comment, Kenny I I get there was uncomfortable moments throughout this But over 180 minutes Rangers were a a good distance ahead of Borussia Dortmund And imagine you've (laughs) just turned on your radio You've been away for a few weeks And you'd be... These are not words that I thought I would be saying When this draw was made Firstly that they went through And then the manner in which they did it
3: Well I think if you look at the game Both games It's probably three halves Which equates to 75% of the tie That Rangers were, were the better team you know so if you're going to play a team at that level which I think the number was over 200 million euros to assemble that team against the 14 million pounds it's cost to assemble the Rangers outfit if you are to limit them to what Rangers limited them in that first half and yes the uncomfortable moments that you had to feel and by the way I would actually say they were really disappointed in the two goals that Rangers lost last Mm -hmm. night because they weren't really created and crafted and with with all the good attacking talent they've got they were probably could have been defended a little bit better you know so they'll be disappointed and there was a bit of real fortune towards Some of the goals Particularly the first one that rebounded off Bellingham When he goes in through And puts it in So it's uh, Yeah If you're going to limit The team of that quality To what they did In that first half Then I think you would have Taken it before a ball was kicked If
2: you do it by the numbers Which is a soulless way To go about it But if you do it by the numbers Six goals scored against uh, Borussia Dortmund As Kenny said A a seventh that was wrongly disallowed uh, And then Drill through the numbers and you find individual performances like Tavernier Like Ryan Kent Like Morelos Who under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Is reborn Because he was wasting his time In the early part of the season And Steven Gerrard called him out By saying that Your goal to game ratio is not good enough For a Rangers striker Now under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Here is an entirely different player uh, So As I see. Do it the soulless this way by the numbers It's a great result Drill down through the numbers To the individual performances Home and away And there you have the heart of the matter
1: John Wilster on the line Let's hear from Giovanni
6: van Bronckhurst I think it starts with belief. Of course, we have huge respect for the opposition because they—they they are a big team. They—they they play Champions League finals. They—they're challenging for the for the German title. So we knew it's going to be difficult. And and as you said, you
2: know
7: there are always moments in game when you have to dig deep and make sure you overcome those moments. We had them last week. We had them today. But I think we uh, reacted really
8: well. Of course, also the the switch of system, but. I think our mentality today
2: was perfect, and the spirit we we showed was fantastic. And you know, my message before the game was that that this is a, a night we can make everyone proud, involved with
9: the, with this beautiful club, and, and we did.
1: How much credit does he take for last night, John? You mentioned, you know, some of the the defensive changes.
5: Absolutely, uh, massive credit. The guy's a top player. He's a top coach. Okay, we got a bit of a doing against Celtic. Maybe there's lessons to be learned. He's only come in. Um, I think he'll look at maybe rejigging the defence a wee bit, maybe trying to make it strengthen. I think that's sort where of Rangers are a wee bit weak, maybe in defence to a certain extent. Um, but overall, he's got quality background staff. Um, I think his assistant manager, the chap, was at uh, Bayern Munich, um, top goal scorer. You've just touched there. You said about Kent and Morales. Seems to be getting the best out of these guys, so I it's upwards and onwards and really looking forward to uh, uh, another good season, hopefully next year. But let's concentrate on the league again and 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 marry on for that because there's huge uh, stakes with that forty million at stake as well. So that's obviously yeah completely up there as well on on the eye for for the manager and the team and the fans and everything that goes with Rangers Football Club.
1: I mean, PR ninety two is on Twitter. What I really like about Gio is not afraid to make a sub at half time and change the system. To get the result That would have been a huge feather in his cap Whatever happened last night Kenny You go through That's the bottom line But what, as you says Once you drill a bit deeper And see the tweaks that were made in game It makes his part in it look even more impressive
3: It does and, uh, and he deserves all the credit in the world for it Because he's the one that has to make the call What I would say is The players deserve so much credit mm. as well Because no matter what a manager asks you to do Positions you ask you to play The players cross that white line And they need to perform and they need to take on the message And they need to go into the detail That the managers will give you And need to carry it out And they've done it to the letter In that second half I would imagine They'll wake up this morning And they'll think Right How big an impact Did that that change And those tweaks make On the game Well for me it was huge Because the game was going In a different direction In the first half And, uh, and these tweaks Definitely moved the momentum In, in Rangers favour
1: I'll tell you what Rangers moved the momentum In the favour of this as well Last night Slide one,
0: Super Scoreboard, Golden Goals.
1: The two goals Rangers scored last night mean we are up to £14,500 on the Golden Goals. And one of you listening could be £14,500, well, it'll be well over that. It could be double that, it could be three times that by the end of the season. Because every time Rangers or Celtic hit the back of the net, we add at least £250 to the cash jackpot. We're already £14,500. Just think what that'll be at the end of the season, because it includes the league. Europe Scottish Cup That number Is going to keep going up So to make sure you're in the mix Text Goal To 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms And online entry Are at 1.com And since it is Across every competition The lines close at 6pm On Scottish Cup final day Saturday The 21st of May So for your chance To be a winner At the end of the season Text Goal To 61025 Right now And we will take more Of your calls next you are the
0: voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One, Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans are here Reflecting on quite the night of European football But they need you to join them 0141 951 1025 Were you at Ibrox last night? If you were there and you've still got enough left in your voice To pick up the phone uh, Let's get an eyewitness account and tell us what it was like How the atmosphere was How it stacks up to anything you've experienced before the achievement on the pitch, we are not even got to looking at the draw yet and what lies uh, in wait. So pick up the phone Celtic fans, let's hear from you as well. 01419511025, David is a Rangers fan who's been hanging on patiently. How would you sum it all up, David?
8: Absolutely phenomenal. This has got to be up there with, with some of the greatest victories in Scottish football's history, especially in the modern era. It was absolutely amazing Dortmund were the favourites to win this tournament And we bet them home and away I know the score was true too But that Morelos assisted goal was a goal If I've ever seen man You're
1: Just calling it 3-2 two. Just two why not um, yep. Yeah let's talk about that briefly Because luckily it doesn't change the conversation tonight uh-huh. Rangers are through But it was a talking point within the game What did you make of it Hugh? Well, The it, disallowed goal <laughs>
2: you know the, the amount of arguments that we've had on this programme about VAR and people think that VAR is the silver bullet it will cure all ills and we'll never have an argument again well last night proved that VAR is not perfect and does make mistakes and top class referees look at the screen and still get it wrong even though they're given the, the opportunity to say no no if anything the foul is on Morelos not the other way round so for me, it nails the argument that VAR will cure all the problems that we have. And also, the calibre of referee. Our referees get slated, and at times deservedly so. But that man last night was top drawer continental referee. And we always say, get the continental referees in. Well, they had one last night, and he got it wrong
1: as well. And Kenny, not only, Hughes described it as being, oh, it VR, you know, makes mistakes... It was It was bordering on it Inexplicable I don't Think Anybody who watches that Anybody at all And that's saying something In this most divisive of sports Nobody thinks that was, That was the right decision And as Hugh says It's a top level official With the benefit of VAR
3: And that's the concern Because the, the professionals The people that are Supposed to see this For what it is Have got it wrong And not just one Guys that are looking at I mean, There is now two or three on the panel That are watching the game also They're the ones that have said You need to look at this Because this could be a foul Well When you see the angles It's, it's clearly not If anything Like you says Chan kicks the back of Morelos's leg He didn't see Morelos coming He's seen the pressure for Kent He didn't see it for Morelos Morelos clearly gets his leg And his body In between ball and man And then takes the ball off him legally and then gets kicked but keeps his keeps his, his stance goes through squares at 7-4 game over you know and it never impacted the game but it could have but it just shows that VAR is not perfect and we've been saying it all along yes certain decisions it will clear things up with these moments it's still open for interpretation yeah. and human error
1: I saw someone pointing out that it actually does rob you of a Couple of coefficient points Because you obviously get more for a win Than you do a draw And two, so. and,
3: and what was it Two and a half grand Or two, 250 quid for a goal as well you oh, on, on on uh, right <laughs> On the golden yes. goals 250, That's 250 quid for very, a goal.
1: Very important point Can we just add it on Like David has in his head No <laughs> Producer Callum's shaking his head uh, I mean David Is that You said you know Right up there Modern history Scottish football As a Rangers fan specifically What did it mean To, to see that achievement last night
8: uh, the only thing that echoes it in my mind and this will show how, how good it was for me was the winning of 55. Uh, it was right up there with some of the greatest moments I've experienced in my, my football life. It was uh, joy unconfined. It was It was absolutely amazing. This is the moment you live for as a football fan when everybody writes you off and you rub it right in their faces.
1: I suppose the thing, David, this is the cherry on top for sure but over the last kind of you know three four years, Rangers haven't really had many disappointments in Europe, have they? I mean, the Bayer Leverkusen was a stretch too far. Malmo in the Champions League qualifier would obviously be a big one. But other than that, they just managed to handle Europe pretty well, and then go and top it off last night.
8: Exactly. It's, uh, I think it was more that Dortmund. Well, everybody was touting up Dortmund as a, oh that'll be an easy game. They'll they'll sweep Rangers after the field. Dortmund's a favourite for this tournament. And team the only player that I would have took for that game was uh, Jude Bellingham. He was really good. I'll, I'll admit that. But Ryan Kent, Morelos, everybody was absolutely brilliant. The club crest is a line and the team was full of lions last
1: night. Yeah, I mean, Kenny, the the point that that David makes about you know just the feeling around that you've. You were there last night, and you've also been involved in in many big nights. Did it have that same feel, or, or perhaps even
3: better? It was it was incredible from start to finish. I, th- I think coming into it because you're four two up, there's so much anticipation going into the game that it was building from kickoff. You know the place was absolutely jumping before a, b- before a ball was kicked. Then the penalty goes in and gives you that extra cushion, and, and the whole place was rocking. You know it was an enc- mm. again as good as. Best of, there's been so many atmospheres. Sure. The old firm games again, European nights again. Even that first game back in the Premier League was an incredible night. I was wasn't playing that night. I was in the, I was uh, watching it as well. And that night was was an incredible. But last night, European nights are different, you know, because I think the fans as much as they are demanding and they expect the best and you expect you to win. They turn up with a little bit of a different vibe to them, you know. And when the, that performance from last week uh, In in Dortmund, then but, backed up with this the Place was like I said, when the, when the seventh goal with the Morelos cut back to Kent went in, it, the noise was phenomenal.
1: Hugh, what David says about you know everyone expecting Borussia Dortmund to sweep Rangers aside, th- does that make specifically last night even more impressive? Because maybe they did underestimate Rangers in the first leg, we, we'll never know, but it would, uh-huh. it would be a, a fairly common conclusion to, to reach. Maybe they did. But they wouldn't have last night Because they saw what happened And they knew they were up against it And they had to be at their best And they had to go for it And yet Rangers still Handled it on the, on the night last night At 5-4 I thought oh, oh. Uh, Because we've
2: seen it so many times before uh, And that's why I think it's uh, Even more impressive From the manager's standpoint Because he Kept himself together At 5-4 And he did what had to be done To do eventually turn it into 6-4 and But for an uh, incorrect decision by the referee We've been 7-4 um, These things are all open to personal interpretation Here's an old guy's way of looking at it Rangers won a European trophy in 1972 On the basis that Rangers haven't won a European trophy since uh, You can pick out a result that you think is the best result Since Barcelona in 1972 The two games against uh, Borussia Dortmund, for me, I think they're the best since Barcelona. Because, as you made the point earlier, Gordon, the times in which we live, uh, Borussia Dortmund are supposed to be from a different strata to Rangers, but Rangers have beaten them home and away. I I think it's the biggest Mm -hmm. In decades
1: Well it didn't beat them at home Just, just in David's calculator Because he's added on that goal That was disallowed Well yeah I take your point point. 01419511025 Thank you uh, David Frank what stood out for you last night How would you sum it up?
4: Well To coin one of the songs That the range supporters use Simply the best Because that's what it was It was unbelievable I'm old enough to Have witnessed Rangers playing Bayern Munich In the late 60s Early 70s We Gerd Muller, Beckenbauer, Seth Meyer, Bertie Volz. We beat them. Last night, Kenny's 100% right. It was frightening, the atmosphere. It was electric. Never... never I go to Ibrox regular. I've been going since I was a kid. 10-year-old. I'm 63 now. I've never experienced that. It was frightening. And one other thing. The manager. What a tactical move at half-time. That it was spot on. I think Stephen Gerrard would have been naive. This guy was tactically up for it. He made. He was brave enough to make the change. It worked. Finally, John Lundstrom, unsung hero. I say to the, the Rangers supporters, get off his back. Support the guy because he, he gives everything. And he's you. You need a player like that. And your team And sitting next to Ryan Jack And he sat in at the back Later on in the game He was brilliant You can't
1: achieve What Rangers achieved With only a couple of people Pulling their weight It's going to be everybody And you, you could almost do it Kenny Run through every one of them And maybe we will Depending if the callers Bring them up But again That's not a bad one For Frank to pick out
3: No I think he's been You know he's He's been in and out of the team Since the start of the season No really found his feet in a, in a playing sense I think when you're a Rangers midfielder And you want to play the way that Rangers want to play You need to be really, really good in the ball You need to be constantly on it You need to be probing You need to be making things happen It wasn't really happening in that sense When he first came to the club I think now they've found a blend in there And this is what football is It's about relationships and partnerships In certain areas of the field Ryan, K- uh, sorry, Ryan uh, Jack coming back into the team I think it's taken that little bit of responsibility off John Lundstrom to do that side of it where Ryan Jack is more than capable and actually really willing and wants to get on the ball as much as he can be on the half turn, play popping balls off, getting it again, still getting forward and Lundstrom can sit in there and be the quieter one breaking a lot of play particularly in games like when you're playing top level opposition like Dortmund you need somebody like Frank says you need somebody that's going to do that job and when he's then asked to go and play in a foreign position at mm-hmm. centre back he slots in seamlessly and he, you know, it was excellent. He read the game really, really well. Goldson and Balligan next to him, to be honest, were outstanding as well. and Again, we'll go, we could go through the team, every single one to a man, done their job well, particularly in the second half. But in the first half as well, they had to stand up to a lot of pressure. But uh, yeah, and, and to them. be
1: and let's be fair, they obviously did have ropey moments in the, in the goals that conceded, but didn't allow that then to.
3: Affect them You know mm-hmm. that's it the, the Because they still had that lead to protect But Lundström again Like Frank says He deserves a lot of credit Because a lot were Had him, had him gone As a lost cause that, That's it He's not going to play again And Giovanni in the last Four or five games He's put him in mm-hmm. And he's performed very well I do think like I said Ryan Jack coming back in alongside helped. him I think has helped him
1: Hugh context is important For players isn't it Because This doesn't take anything Away from them. But Bre- Morelos is He's your main man And he's he's meant to be your main man And that's what he does And Ryan Kent is Multi-million pound winger And schooled at Liverpool And and that's what he's there for When you tap into guys like John Lundstrom Written off Perhaps People thought he was on his way out of Rangers I don't Mm -hmm. know Calvin Bassey Changing position In and out of the team Young trying to To prove himself So for for those guys in particular To step up Must be extra pleasing For the Rangers fans
2: Without question Uh, Lundstrom has had a checkered Career at Ibrox uh, at, at the beginning Some rated him Others didn't uh, The important thing Now though Is to see this result In isolation To knock out Borussia Dortmund Is a phenomenal Achievement Now Whether it's Lundström Morelos Kent Tavernier Whoever They have to Focus now Because as Kenny Well knows You have your highs I mean there was a high In the Westfalen stadium And then they came back And drew against Dundee United In terms of Europe This is a massive high But they have to Get their minds right And not assume That Red Star Belgrade Are a downgrade mm. On Borussia Dortmund And therefore Rangers are As good as in the last eight They have to be careful
1: now What do you make of the draw Frank? I get what you're saying You'd be crazy to Take anyone lightly at this stage of European competition But once you've beaten Borussia Dortmund And you're at this stage of the competition And the draw could have been harder Are you allowed to dream a little bit?
4: Well uh, Dortmund were the favourites just about What does that make Rangers? Surely they must be in with a shout and the, uh, the way they put, they've been playing They're a danger to any team When they're, when Rangers are on their game They're dangerous And it's, there's only four ties or something until the final So I, I, I really do believe we're in my a right shout. I do, although I'm not taking it to the extremes. Every team in that competition are top class. star start, be need different.
2: I'm a little bit wary of talk like that. You know, it's like in this weekend I will mention his name. It's like saying there are only four rounds to go against Josh Taylor. What could happen to me? Uh, you know. Yeah. So uh, you know, as I say, see last night. In isolation See it as An incredible Achievement For every player uh, For the manager But See it for what it is It
1: was your Step into the last 16 Now you have to work again I do get the logic of that Kenny Obviously And I'm sure that's the message That the manager will be trying to get across To his players But we're not there We're allowed to speak a bit more freely If beating Borussia Dortmund Knocking them out Doing it in the manner That Rangers did Over the two legs If that doesn't give you Confidence and belief That you can then Go and do the same With all due respect To Red Star Belgrade Then I'm not sure how that's That's possible
3: You've got every right To look at it both ways The bottom line is Like I said about The change of system At half time When Rangers play uh, Motherwell at the weekend They need to cross the white line and perform and get three points Because that's the next game now And three points are absolutely vital There can be no more drop points uh, For Rangers moving forward Definitely in the next few games uh, And then when they play Red Star in in Mm. 10-12 days time They're going to need to get up to that same level Because see if they don't you'll lose That's it Mm. Because like uh, like Francis says It's top level opposition Every one of these teams are more than capable of beating the other one so it's who turns up on the night In the two legs Rangers turned up better than Dortmund That was it The mm. players, players performed The big players performed They defended really really well They attacked well when their moments came They took them And that's where, that's where the difference was Over the two legs Rangers were better than Dortmund Over the two legs And they're going to need to be the same Again against mm. Red Star
1: And just to double check If Mother will get anything at the weekend They're better than Borussia Dortmund That's yeah, that's it that, works yes, Great yes, okay. yes, Thank you Franco 1419511025 Celtic fans What did you make of last night? We'll hear from you and your manager next.
0: 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Keaven's is back. Kenny Miller is here. I mean, we've got more important things than your health to talk about. No offense, yeah. you know, big big night last night. But you are glad to be back? You glad to be out? We've not seen you in ages. I know, uh, and I've missed all of you. Uh, so <laughs> almost said that way a straight face. <laughs> I, I'm really really glad to be back. I've had my little. Shake up, and I'm back. And thank you for all your kind wishes. And are you okay? Are you well? Oh, Kenny, look at me. That is a fit Yeah. Did, so did you give it to me, or did I give it to you? We'll deal with that later on, right? 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, of course, big night for Celtic last night. Understandably overshadowed by uh, the size of the achievement at Ibrooks, but. Let's go over it Let's find out where it went wrong And anything else That you took away from last night Ross is going to kick us off How do you feel about it Last night, Ross?
10: Hi um, Hugh uh, I'm Kenny and God are all well um, Yeah, no Last night for me was An embarrassment At the highest order Because We Should have been able to handle A team The size of Odor Glimp And the fact that We've been beat Over two legs is nothing short of embarrassment
2: Hugh what are your thoughts? I think to be fair the Glimt are a very good side Looked
1: good didn't they? Yeah <laughs> Anyone uh, who
2: didn't think that before They, they, they showed they're worth that Celtic Park I think the tie was over at Celtic Park When the third goal went in Slightly fortuitous Takes a deflection Goes over Joe Hart's head But for me the tie was done then And Not entirely sure what Ange Postecoglou was all about last night uh, If he thought that that team that started the game would win the game, then I'm not sure that any Celtics boarder would have agreed with him. Uh, and it went from bad to worse. I thought that Bodo Glimp, in fact, were due a penalty before they scored their first goal, uh, challenge from Anthony Ralston. Uh, when the first goal went in, it's 4 1 in aggregate, and it was good night. Uh, and there the were individual performances there that were really. Uh, below par mm. uh, near beat on uh, Matt O'Reilly uh, th- th- There is no point in singling out individuals actually It was just a rank bad night And I've rarely heard Ange Postacoglu sound as downbeat mm. as he did after the game
1: We'll get into some of the nuts and bolts of it Kenny But sort of overall What, what c- conclusion do you take away from, from Celtic last night and over the two legs?
3: Well over the two legs are I have to say, I thought Borussia Glimp were excellent, you know, and they're a really, really good team. Probably again underestimated because they're a unknown quantity really in European football. But the way they played over the two legs, it was excellent. I did get the sense that maybe Ange wanted knocked out with the with the team that was packed, and he could concentrate on the on the league In the domestic uh, scene rather than the Europa Conference or what well, I think that's what it's called, Europa Conference League. And do you think it's, that do
1: you think that changed from leg one to leg two? Was was it because so. of the deficit?
3: I think so because it's a big ass to go away for home and, and overturn a two-goal uh, deficit against anybody. Never mind a team that had showed to be better in uh, uh, the week before. So listen, there's no way he would approach the game thinking he, he's going to he's pick a team deliberately to get beat. But I think he's definitely going to have, to have one eye on the Hibs game and resting players like mm. Callum McGregor think, is, is when he is your leader in the heartbeat of the team. In my opinion, I think Jota, Iramovic, absolutely, and Carter, it's, not, it's not as strong well, a team as what they could have put out.
2: Over the two legs I think Celtic got off lightly I think 5-1 uh, Flatters them uh, it, Last night When uh, Bodo Glimt went ahead As early as they did I thought that Celtic Were looking at A proper caning uh, It didn't come uh, But over the two legs They've conceded Five goals I, I, I do think that Bodo are A very good team With an excellent manager Who has higher Places to go uh, I think they're dismissed because they're in the Arctic Circle and, and they, they, they've got a quaint little ground. All of that doesn't matter. It's the guys on the park,
1: and they are a very good team. I think Celtic got off lately. At the same time, I mean, Celtic do have a much bigger budget th- yep. than Bodo and Clinton. You know, at some point you need the do the evaluate. You know, where are you in European standing? Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody who watched the football match any. Open, honest football fan Can tell you they were a good football team Of yes. course they were On the ball and off the ball But it just seems like we, Every year we, At the moment Europe's a source of Perpetual frustration for yeah. Celtic
2: the, the, You know In the uh, Europa League group You know they were only one point behind Real Betis By the time yeah. uh, the, the group ended And they had their moments uh, I, I just think that The game was finished at Celtic Park And I couldn't understand why McGregor and uh, uh, Abada came on second half either I mean the, the tie's gone what's the, what's the point in risking them ahead of this game against Hibs on Sunday? What was your take on the team selection Ross?
10: Um, I just felt like last night and set up to basically just go out and fulfil the tie I don't think we had any ambition of going there and getting a win so I think if that's his attitude Then I think he needs to reevaluate it Because there's a club like the size of Celtic, We should be going there last night Trying to get through nor the fact that we're going there just to fulfil our fixture So definitely I think it was a weakened team On the basis that Anne's knew That we were out before a ball was kicked
1: You'll have heard the other side of it, Ross the Great thing about social media that The debates are already out there Lots of your fellow Celtic fans And maybe we'll hear some of them on the phone Saying things along the lines of, well, you know, they were better than us and we're not ready to progress yet and we're still three points clear and we've won the League Cup and I would have taken your hand off if you'd offered us this position at the start of the season. What why do you sound a bit more frustrated than, than, than those people who are who are giving those types of arguments?
10: I just feel like obviously in terms it's good, right, things fair enough Are out of Europe and making concentrate in the league. But At the end of the day Celtic fans Want big European nights Look at last night At Ibrox A big European night And they were up for it And they went through Uh, That is the thing That's frustrating Celtic as a club Have had massive European nights In in the past And that's what The Celtic fans want They want success So the fact that We're getting beat Off Bodo Is just It's embarrassing But at the end of the day We get We get We get beat Over the two legs Fair enough I accept that but I just think that the league's no, no, no. The league's good, but it's not everything. Celtic fans want success, and it, for example, I think last night was just a, an embarrassment for a Celtic fans' point of view. The fact that Rangers went and dominated against Dortmund, and and they're obviously having a a, a great time in and, in in So, but you, but you have to focus on your own club.
2: I think it's a backhanded compliment to Ange Postacoglu that. Disappointment is as widespread as it is About last night and about Europe Because he's the man who inherited the train wreck And turned it into a cup winning team And a team that's at the top of the league And yes they were very poor Home and away against the Norwegians But it's not as if The Norwegians
1: were of no merit whatsoever They're a very fine team who, you know, is, it, is it the hope that kills you then? Because again, if we go back to August and I say to Ross, "Look, you'll finish third in the group. You'll give Betis and Leverkusen a bloody nose at times. You'll finish third, then you'll go out in the next round of the Conference League." He probably takes that then, but then having seen the progression of the Celtic team, and you know when this draw was made, and even before, what only eight days ago, there was a bit there was a bit of optimism surrounding it.
2: I can imagine what I'm going to hear and read in in coming days. You know, it, it's the the third European competition itself that Celtic have gone out of.
1: There's a joke in there about the Eurovision yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few yeah. thousand
2: times on and, and, social media, and, and they'll have to live with that because it's just a it, it's a, an established fact. They were out of the Champions League before Ange Postacoglu had time to draw breath. Uh, the Europa League, as I say, to finish up a point behind Real Betis in the in the group, I don't think is the the worst thing I've ever seen or heard. Uh, but once into the third competition. Uh, it, it just went away from Celtic And they Like Rangers Even though Rangers were the victors And Celtic were the vanquished They have to think only About hims away Noon Sunday As Rangers must think about Motherwell At Ibrook 3 o'clock Sunday
1: Ross is embarrassed by Celtic last night It's a strong word Celtic fans Do you go as far as that Or would you be somewhere uh, In the middle Let us know It's time for this the pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Listeners I need your help here Because we're staring At a whitewash For the pundits It's 4 out of 4 For the pundits This week And my weekend Will be ruined Before it even starts If we can't get a victory For you On the board Even Gordon Daly Took on a, a mini bus Full of Rangers fans Last night And he still beat them On the tiebreaker So please Let's do it tonight Let's put Kenny Miller or Hugh Keevans in their respective places 01419511025 Lines close at 7
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 We're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu On what happened Uh As far as Celtic's exit from the Europa Conference League Goes last night So Celtic fans, stay in touch And Rangers fans I think we could probably extend this show uh, To four hours, six hours, eight hours And you would find more stuff to talk about from last night It was just one of those evenings So keep the calls coming And we'll speak to you after this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: a bit of pressure on Josh and Cambus Lang Because the pundits are 4 from 4 this week And we need the listeners to get a victory Josh, are you up to the challenge? Ray Alfred Gordon Yes, I like that, Josh sounds, sounds convinced I'm happy with that uh, Heads it will be Hugh Kevins I don't know, did you get the chance to do much studying During your isolation period? What, what were you, you doing know, with your time? Uh, well I'm... Uh,
2: reading plenty of newspapers What have you But I listened to That's the uh, same as you do every other day I listened every night uh, Of this week To uh, Beat the Pundit And I've won every night And now that oh, I'm I here well, They all say that when they're at uh, home And well, the pressure's all off I think, uh, Exactly And that's the, the crux of the matter <laughs> The pressure's <laughs> off When you're sitting in your kitchen
1: The different matter standing here Beside Kenny Miller <sighs> Right let's find out Heads it is Hugh tails. It's Kenny Miller and his tails So you can wait Until next week Here, Let's put Kenny up Against Josh We'll give Kenny Some Clyde too So that he doesn't know What Josh is saying Josh 30 seconds Answer as many questions As you can And if you don't know Pass and move on Okay Right we'll Let's go 30 seconds On the clock And it starts now Who won Rangers penalty Last night Ryan Which Celtic manager Signed Virgil van Dijk And Stefan Johansson Ronnie Dyla Which English league one side did Jamie McGrath leave St Mirren for last month? Name either national team that Lubo Avchik played for Uh, Slovakia Name either scorer for Scotland in the most recent match against Denmark She Adams Name any Scottish championship team whose stadium has a grass playing surface Partick Whistle Aberdeen unveiled a statue of which former manager today? Alex Ferguson Okay, let's bring Kenny back Kenny, can you hear us? Sure can Same set of questions 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who won Rangers penalty last night? Rankin. Which Celtic manager Signed Virgil van Dijk And Stefan Johansson?
3: Oh, Ronnie Dial. Which
1: English league one side Did Jamie McGrath Leave St Mirren for last month? Pass Name either national team That Lubo Moravcik played for Slovakia Name either scorer for Scotland In the most recent game Against Denmark Shea Adams Name any Scottish championship team Who has a grass playing surface Air Aberdeen unveiled a statue Of which former manager to date Sir Alex And how many current Scottish top flight clubs Has Nicky Clark played for Two What do you think Josh Is that last question done not you I think he, if, if He's got that last one Right I think he's beat me Because you pretty much Went the same on everything else Didn't you Ryan Kent uh, did win the penalty Last night You both knew that Neither of you knew That Jamie McGrath Is now a Wigan player um so, yeah. I'm impressed with this. We should oh, we should have put this question to you. Have you heard about Hughs history with Lubomir no. <laughs> no? We'll do that for another night. Uh, you had the choice of Czechoslovakia. You're the only person in Scotland then who's not right Czechoslovakia or Slovakia. So, you fact, both...
3: wait, I'm, I'm thinking I'm actually. Right, that's <laughs> I'm right. We'll, we'll, we'll sure. get back to that. Yeah.
1: Um to so all after three questions you both went She Adams, poor John Suter getting overlooked. Um this was a fairly easy one over half the division. Um maybe producer Callum just trying to catch you out air and Partick both have grass, so do Morton, Inverness, and they're both. You both knew Sir Alex, so we're, we're level. And it does come down to how many current Scottish top flight clubs has Nicky Clark played for? Rangers, Dundee United. He never played for Aberdeen, so it is two, Josh. He's uh, done you on the last question. Uh, Hard uh, lines, Josh. Do you know what?
3: Big effort by I've pushed that. That was good. All the way
1: there, Josh. Big he, effort. You
3: cannot grumble
1: at that. <laughs> One, two, three, a four. A 5 in fact Josh you've lost with a 5 You need to give that Another go sometime well, We need
8: to get a rematch Next Friday then oh, Good oh man gosh. Josh Good man oh,
1: Thanks it. for taking part right? Josh and Cam You're feeling hard done by Losing the 5 Because oh. was there not A 2-1 or something Earlier this week anyway Yeah I thought Josh did alright Yeah yeah I been, I'd be
2: happy with a 5 Any night Absolutely. Winner or
1: loser I think They were on the generous side tonight, producer Callum, maybe a wee Friday mm. treat for you. I like it when they're high scoring. Um, did I miss out the second question actually? Neil Lennon signed Virgil Van Dyke and Stephen oh, Johansson.
3: I did, I yep.
1: You both said Ronnie Dyler, so I knew that it didn't affect the score, um, but it was towards the end of of Neil Lennon's first spell. So there we go. It was just when I turned my sheet back over, I thought I don't remember saying that. There you have it. I remember the day he signed Hugh Keaven's. Which one? Virgil Van Dyke was yeah. sent along to the press conference. Let's be honest. What you going on at that point? Apart from the fact you walk in, big cool character, massive, just sits and you think, you wonder, you wonder what this, what's he going to amount to, and then he goes on to, he's done all right, hasn't he? Oh brilliant <laughs> oh, wow. I, I
2: just remember him but, throwing the winning goal at Pataudry very very early on in his time a little flick. Tapped it in from yeah. the this corner And then he just looked at the Aberdeen fans and I thought oh. He did yeah. a little
1: calm down gesture yeah, or something yeah. that
2: the, the, This guy knows he's good
1: Yeah he was not bad uh, 01419511025 As promised I did say quite some time ago and didn't get round it My apologies Ange Postacoglu says his side were well below par across both legs and the two games were their worst European performances of the season,
9: I think over the two games, I think we have lacked a little bit of the sort of intent and intensity we need to to bring to these games. Um, just we just didn't perform, and um, you know, from our perspective, we've we've been pretty consistent this year in in sort of bringing a, a certain level of intensity and intent in our game, and we haven't for these two games. So, um, and yeah, you know, um, when you're playing against good opposition and in, in, in Europe, you you get punished and. Um, I said, I just think over the two games, we just, you know, if I had to assess it, that that's probably our two, you know, least effective performances in Europe this year, including when, you know, even when we lost to Bayern, Bayern Labour, because in 4 0, I still think we showed more intent than we have these two games.
1: Let's bring in Barry, who's a Celtic fan. Your previous fellow Celtic fan, Barry, called it an embarrassment. Are you as strong as that?
6: Um, I was disappointed in the manner that we could beat because I think we can do a lot better Um, I can see what he's kind of doing with a kind of squad rotation thing Um, but I think when you're Celtic a lot of Celtic fans will tell you you go in every game to win Um, probably agree I don't think his eye was on this game his eye was probably on the Habs game but as I said to your producer a year ago to the the day Neil Lennon got sacked we were in turmoil And look at us now I'm not going to be overly um, Critical of the guy Because I like the way he's football I like his signings So it gets a pass on this one um, For me anyway
1: Yeah football will always be a package here. If Celtic were 10 points behind tonight In the league And Hadn't won the league cup And then you get a result like that last night then you know. Then the reaction's obviously A lot more severe This is one part of Celtic's season That's not going to plan And I guess fans like, like Barry Are sort of um, compensated By what, what's happening elsewhere
2: I think he said one thing And did another <laughs> Ange Postecoglou He spoke before the game About basically uh, Celtic have to win every game And every competition In which they compete The team that started the game Was not designed to win that match And here's the story now Celtic have 11 league games Left to play there are three points in front of Rangers If Ange Postacoglu wins the league It is borderline miraculous Given the point at which he started as Celtics manager The disarray that he inherited So it's gone Bodo Glimt is now a thing of the past Europe is out of mind, out of sight uh, It's all about 11 league games Starting at Easter Road uh, And that will be a tall order for Celtic mm-hmm. Noon uh, he's, he's already And unlike him He's already uh, Mentioned the fact that They played in an artificial pitch They had a long journey home They got home late They have very little time to recover They're up at 12 noon mm-hmm. Against Hibbs So uh, It's not like him He's drawn attention to these things Before the game starts However There is now no margin for error Kenny spoke earlier about Rangers Being unable to drop any points The three behind Celtic Celtic have to negotiate Easter Road In the way in which they negotiated the uh, Pataudry uh, Recently uh, Tynecastle, Castle uh, And they had that purple patch Where they, they went to Tynecastle And Pataudry and beat Rangers And beat Hibs yeah. And Dundee United and so on and so forth That's all that matters now One game at a time The first box you tick
1: is in Edinburgh on Sunday Kenny you can build a case He's not Gone down to Argyle Street And plucked 11 strangers To go and line up for Celtic Near Beton's played so many games Won a lot of trophies He wears the captain's armband last night James Forrest He's the player of the year in Scotland Only a couple of years ago Stephen Welsh He turned down a bid from Serie A for him in the summer So you can make a case to say These players should be able to go And do a job But you're never going to be able to ignore the fact That if that was a must win game last night Jota plays McGregor plays Juranovic plays Carter Vickers plays So you know, managers can say these things about I picked a team to win a game. It's hard for people to totally buy into that when you see who's left
3: out. Well, the reality is it's not their best team, and and that's it. Yes, you have a squad, and yes, you can talk about yet. Well, I fully trust the players, and any eleven I pick should be more than more than capable of going to go and deliver the performance that I need them to deliver to win the game. The fact of the matter is, all the players you have just mentioned your George, your Cal McGregor's, your your Carter Vickers they are. Starting players And come Sunday They will be in the starting lineup. You know And had that game been a A draw At 1-1 Even Mm. at Parkhead Or even Maybe even a 2-1 defeat I still probably think That that team would have been They play uh, Yeah I think it would be A different team selection You know the bottom line is That's it It's not their best team Mm. And I don't think it's a disaster That they're out of Europe
1: Barry says Ange Postacoglu Gets a a pass On this one Is that that fair for you That is that a reasonable reaction?
3: I think it's fair And I think it's fair Based on what you says, Or what you say It's a package You know the, the top league Had they been Five points behind Six points behind Like they were at the turn Of uh, the break Then it might have been A different animal You know Because Oh we're out of Europe We're six points behind Blah 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 But They're not Going to Easter Road on Sunday Is a huge game And there's mm-hmm. no doubt Those players have been Kind of protected For that game
2: I think For the first time Since he got here Poster Postacoglu nodded in the direction of the circumstances under which he works. The league would be a miracle after what happened last season. He's 11 games away from miracle, and I think he had Easter Road on his mind more than he did Bodo.
1: Yeah, Barry, is there a case to say that some of the the fringe players that came in didn't do themselves any favours?
6: Um, I'd, I'd say so. I'd, I'd, I just want to bring up. A- a point See last night When I was watching Especially when Forrest Was out in the right wing Bodo had three players In about him And there was Very little support From Anthony Ralston And the one time Ralston got beyond uh, Forrest To give him a bit of support They swung the ball in And Jim Marcus Was running the ball In the box like, Fair enough He didn't make the keeper work But I just thought It was simple things like that Bodo were incredibly Well drilled they were. Inc- Everybody knew their job And I just think That Last night was just it was making up numbers. I didn't think that it was a an exercise to go out and win the game. And I feel I kind of feel bad for the Celtic fans that went out there because, I man, that's like the Arctic Circle, and a lot of Celtic fans have travelled out there and expected a performance and they never got one. So I think as well they'll be disappointed. But um, <laughs> to say it, it definitely wasn't—he's definitely had. The road in his mind. I think he's, he's starting eleven will be Hatate. Uh, sorry, his, his front six will be Hitati, McGregor, um, Rogic, and Yota, uh, Giamakis, and Abada. A lot of them didn't play yesterday. Yeah. So I, you know, I think I think Celtic one comfortably. The road if they play.
1: Okay, let's bring in Davy. Thank you to Barry. Let's bring in Davy and Wisher and get his reaction. How do you feel about it, all Davy?
6: I'm just. I'm, I think all the Celtic fans should just sort of take stock and think about before before kick-off last night we knew that was a nothing game and the way some of the Celtic fans are reacting is just way way over the top
1: What what about go back 8 days then if you can Davy Celtic Park was absolutely full the light show was on it was a, a proper European Night atmosphere Even though it's You know the conference league Which people are now scoffing at But there was a you know, There was a bit of a sense about it Davey Macis was in the press I think the day before The first leg Talking about how Far Celtic could go In the competition People were looking around At the other teams And saying Do you know what This is actually not a bad competition There's some decent teams in there But the way we are playing Look at what we've done to Rangers Why can't we go quite far In the competition So That that was the case Was it not We can't now pretend That it was all in irrelevance
6: Well when when myida scored to bring it up to two one, I, I, I did get the excitement back. But this this season is only about one thing, and I know it's it's easy to say that now that I put it, out, but that that's all it comes into. And he's got he's going to have plenty of time to build up. If we get straight into the Champions League next year next season. Then that's that's all I'm worrying about.
1: Yeah, I I've never Kenny know because you've you've obviously done it. I've never been entirely sure that you can completely separate them Kenny because ultimately winning football games is winning football games and losing football games is losing so Rangers will go from Europe into this mid uh, into this weekend feeling 10 feet tall because of what they did in Europe and sometimes you can carry on that momentum I can hear people shouting at the radio saying well it didn't do them any use last week because you know they they beat Dortmund and then and lost to Dundee United but is it, not, is it not just generally a good thing to just keep winning games, the football, you know, rather than saying, no, "Oh, that doesn't matter" because we're only focused on this.
3: No, that's there is because momentum, you know, and belief in, in winning football matches breeds confidence, you know. But I think the fact that the, the team was picked in a manner that suggested that there was bigger things on their mind. The, the four or five players that we've mentioned that probably will play on Sunday were rested, so there's no doubt they're looking at that game already. You know, yes, that they, they can come on and again. To echo Hugh's point, what was the point in them actually going on? You know, because at 4 yes. 1, the game's done. You yeah. know, the game's done. That, what if one of the really, really important players, Cal McGregor, for instance, had picked up an injury on that artificial surface as well, which isn't great on the body, would it have been better served to actually save Save all their legs based on the, the tie being done? I, but, you I, know, I think going into the game, the players who have been rested, which is what they've been They've been rested for Sunday They'll now be fully focused on going and getting three points Yep, the the the, the result of the two legs is disappointing But it's all on Sunday
2: I'll give you my amateur psychologist point of view on that one Kenny I think he thought 4-1 and aggregate half time This could end up messy This could end up 6-1, 7-1, 8-1 uh, and he made a couple of changes to to make Celtic more recognisable and more efficient than they had yeah. been in the first forty five minutes. That
1: kind of worked. Didn't I'm not sure it's going to be much consolation. Celtic actually were better in the second half. They played yeah. in a shape that we've not seen before, and people always say that you know it doesn't doesn't waver from his his, his theory. Yeah. But he could have played four four two second half. Did actually look a lot. But there, there were moments across the two legs where Celtic. We're banging the tie But all the big moments Bodo got right Celtic got wrong And and that's why The Norwegians showed That you know they, They're a decent outfit And yeah. based on, on the last Two games as, as Ange Postacoglu says That was That was the worst In Europe this season Wasn't
2: it I, I go back to where we live Can you imagine If it had got worse Five's bad uh, You know uh, uh, Having Conceded that Bodo were a very good team With an excellent manager Who will be at A bigger league Sooner rather than later but can you imagine Rangers knock out Borussia Dortmund And Celtic have lost 7 or 8 1 in aggregate Can you imagine What the programme Would have sounded like Tonight You know uh, So I think he did it In order To Make sure that things Didn't get any worse Than they already were
1: Thank you Davey 01419511025 Keep your calls coming We'll hear from more of you And a full time teaser Up and running next <laughs>
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Kevins and Kenny Miller are here It's 0141 951 1025 To get in touch You can tweet us as well And to add a third mode of contact If you want to send a full-time teaser in Email me Fulltime at Clyde1.com, And I would be delighted To use your question on the show This one's been sent in by Alan tonight, and I think you're going to absolutely squish this.
2: Oh,
1: famous last words! Let's see if we can do it without getting any wrong answers. Okay, not including James Tavernier. Can you name the last eight non-Scottish Rangers club captains? I'll take one from you to start us off. Um, I'll take one from Kenny to start us off.
3: Lorenzo Amoruso.
1: Amoruso, yes.
2: Is uh, Teddy Butcher too far back?
1: He is on your list Well done We'll leave it there And we'll get the rest Between now and the end of the show Not including James Tavernier Can you name the last Eight non-Scottish Rangers club captains Why not play along at home If you're listening And even better Why not get your question Read out on the show By sending an email To fulltime At clyde Dot Com We do have uh, Some tweets Well loads of tweets Coming in uh, about last night What else? Billy is on uh, Says Lundstrom reminded me of Brahim him, Danny In Rangers run to Manchester Ryan Jack compliments him Very similarly To how Kevin Thompson did In that midfield You happy with that Comparison Kenny?
3: I think he's You know he's been excellent I mean Brahim probably Took more of the ball as well He was a really really good player uh, You know he's just doing A wonderful job at the moment and you know what I think I've said it a lot of times About players About coaches and managers He seems to have now Found the fit and the Rangers team that, that suits them. And again, I'll say it again, I think Ryan Jack being back inside there helps him.
1: And Blue Nose Board Ape <sighs> says, uh, here's Tav's stats after hearing Kenny mention um the the stats, three hundred and twenty seven appearances, seventy five goals, hundred and four assists. It's a goal involvement every one point eight games, he says.
3: Absolutely hmm. phenomenal. Numbers I mean, I'm assuming that's
1: player. true Blue-nosed ape or whatever Could have well, made defi- it up going definitely gonna, 75 goals I'm gonna, right. He seems like an honest ape And I think, yeah. well, I think we're fine
3: Phenomenal numbers Say so, like, For any player I think that's decent I mean every, if you put a, an attacking midfielder With those types the goal of goal involvement every 1.8 games, Incredible Absolutely incredible
1: It is indeed uh, Let's hear a bit from Ryan Jack Shall we? He was obviously delighted With last night And in particular the atmosphere The occasion and everything else That surrounded the result
11: for me it's probably the best atmosphere i've played in in my career um, it was from the f- even from the warm-up it was it was electric and um, and as i touched on there before when when the fans turn up and give us that support and backing then there's not many teams that fancy coming playing us um, and as you see tonight we we respond off that the players get that sort of uh, good feeling off the fans being right behind us and um, I'm sure they'll be there from now to the end of the season so it's important they are as well. There's going to be a lot of people um, that we'd have obviously predicted Bishop Dortmund going through and when that's not happened then people are going to st- like, sit up and take look and take notice. It's a huge result for us and like I touched on before that if if we get that sort of performance and that sort of atmosphere at Ibrox and support then I've said it before there won't be many that will want to come and, and face us but like, there's top quality throughout the competition still in there and Whoever we get, we'll we'll take it and we'll we'll try and um, get through that one as well.
1: Is that what a result like last night does? If Borussia Dortmund took Rangers lightly, Red Star Belgrade won't. Well, Every, everyone notices last night. Everyone knows how it went down.
3: There's no doubt Red Star won't underestimate them. But again, it's, it's different levels. You know, Borussia Dortmund are, a, are are the elite levels of European football, a Champions League team. You know, and a final stages Champions League team as well. So. You should always Again Teams going out They'll always Oh we give them The, the same respect We treat opponents with a, We do our homework We do our analysis On the opponent But there's no doubt They'll look at it And again it was echoed By the German press Coming into this game That it was an embarrassment For the Bundesliga That they were going to Put that right on the night Last night And they were going to Turn up and show How good they were Which they did in spells But Rangers weathered it And then once these, these Tweaks came Rangers then took over And took control of the game And, and rightfully went through Over the two legs Based on it like was said Probably three halves of a, of of two games that they were definitely the better team.
1: Uh, Hugh, the you ever been to Red Star Belgrade? Have you seen the videos? It's the famous tunnel you have to walk for ages, don't you? Through a tunnel that looks like yeah, you're entering goodness knows what. It's got the kind of graffiti all on the, the city. Have you see, you weren't part no. of that team in 2007, were you? No. Um, would, uh, it looks quite the, something. Is that the game that was decided by a
2: very late goal for Red Star? I remember being there one night. Rangers lost there one 0 having.
1: No, this was it was nil nil over there. I think, uh, but Nacho Novo had already scored in the first leg. I remember the atmosphere. Um, you
2: know, you're talking about a part of the world where they are very passionate about their football team. Really get behind them. Um, I, I would not be, you know. Having said, and we all agree that the majority felt this way. Having said that, when the draw was made, I thought, well, Borussia Dortmund, we just won't survive that. You should now be unwilling The same majority who wrote off Rangers against Borussia Dortmund Should now be unwilling to say Ah well, it's only Red mm. Star Belgrade Because It wasn't only Rangers Yeah mm. they're, they're, they're in the last 16 the same as Rangers Therefore To use the quick summary They're
1: no mugs mm. Alright then Will you accept it could have been a much tougher draw though?
2: I do I, I mean uh, West Ham United For example You know it Might have been The old traditional England v Scotland thing uh, Moisey has um, West Ham played very well It could have been tougher Of course it could um, But as I say They're in the last 16 And
1: therefore Red Star Belgrade Deserve respect mm-hmm. And not to be written off What do you think of that draw Jordan Jordan's a Rangers fan From Fife What did you make of it When you saw the names Come out of the hat today
7: Evening, gents. Evening, Hugh. Evening, Ken. Evening, Evening Gordon. Remember, Hugh, what I said. Keep the uh, predictions to yourself. We don't need you putting any more voodoo's on Rangers. So the Hugh, okay. do remember, to, yeah. To be the fair, hudu, exactly.
1: To hudu. be fair, I put the Hugh do on everyone. Yeah, that that is true. He just causes drama and damage wherever we everywhere he goes. Uh, Jordan, what what, you, what did you make of that draw? Are you happy enough with that?
7: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll take that, I'll take that. There was definitely some bigger names. West Ham, I think that might have been a step too far at the moment. They're they're, they're playing very well. So, I mean, we just put out, like uh, Hugh said earlier on the evening, <clears throat> we just put out the top seed. So, we can't really fear anyone. Um, but that's, that. I think, one of the easier teams we could have got. So, I'll take that, I'll take that.
1: What did you take away from last night then?
7: Uh, I've got two, two, two points I'd like to make, if that's all good. Uh, first one was on Bassey. Um, I thought Barisic looked absolutely petrified from the first 5-10 minutes his confidence is shot so when Gio put Bassi onto the left wing he absolutely controlled the game um, he was the making of our us winning that and if it wasn't for Bassi setting up <clears throat> the second goal um, I doubt we uh, would have had the the ambition to, to hold out I think Borussia probably could have come back Because they were looking strong Even in the second half They still had moments where they looked strong And Bassey was solid Absolutely solid And I think he, he's he's now cemented his position in the team Is he first uh, choice,
3: left back now Kenny? I think so I think uh, he probably would have got the nod Last night he had One, Hilander being in the squad And two, Balligan being absolutely fitting up to speed Because you've seen the, the change, it was it didn't hesitate to make that change at half-time and put Leon Balligan in, again, who I thought was outstanding. And, and the left side of the defence with Bassey and Balligan there, I think, looked stronger. So, I think at the moment, again, it'll be interesting to see the team yeah. on, on Sunday, but I would expect Bassey to be playing left-back because it is his position. As much as he's done really well and and played for the majority at centre-back, done pretty well and beside Conor Golson. He's a left back And you can see With his pace And his power Getting forward He can be a real Real asset going forward if, The same as Tavis On the other side If you take His whole Ibrox
2: career Do you rate Borna Barasic as a player?
3: You know I think he had a slow start Probably for 18 months I think he had a good Year last year mm. And I think he's Not had so good a year mm. This year And I think the way Stephen Gerrard played them really really suited them because they were asked to play so high and be the full width and you were allowed to see all the once he got to grips with Glasgow and he got to grips with what what meant to play for Rangers you were seeing all the positive sides of him in an attacking sense his delivery with his left foot his free kick like obviously he's had a few free kick uh, moments mm-hmm. as well but when he's been asked to do a little bit more defensive stuff, where I thought he was frail when he first came to the country, his positioning sometimes was a little bit off, and I felt last night to echo what Jordan said: he didn't look, he didn't, he didn't know whether to stick or twist. Does he go too far inside with with the overload that Dortmund were, were causing in there, or does he stay wide and a little bit detached? So you know, his, his positioning just looked a bit off last night.
2: Jordan makes the point that he looked terrified. In the space of a month, he's had two games at Celtic Park and at Ibrox, on a night when. At Celtic Park, the atmosphere was incredible, and Kenny has vouched for the atmosphere last night being incredible. And he can't get past the first half without falling apart. I
1: uh, I I just don't get it. Uh, Jordan, what else did you make Of last night? It was quite something, wasn't it? All the the drama, toing and throwing, and VAR got involved, and it it was quite something, wasn't
7: it? Oh, definitely, it was. It was. I I watched it at home, but it was some game. But yeah, my second point was on the VAR. Um, you know, the were commentary were saying. I think Kenny can probably back this up. There was a there was an angle that was given about five minutes after the incident, and they were saying if the referee had this angle, he would have allowed the goal, and it's a terrible decision. Well, that was actually the angle the referee had. He was looking at the game from behind play. He seen Morelos take the ball, and that Morelos was kicked, and then he was told to go to the to the monitor and assess the. The decision. Now, you could see the look on his face. He looked petrified. He did not want to overturn that decision. Now we need to look at like rugby, where it needs to be a clear and obvious uh, this, uh, decision for the on-field decision to be overturned. And the referee clearly did not want to make that decision, and he was getting it in his ears that they thought Look, this is a foul, this is a foul. And and that'll be forever used now as VAR can get it wrong and VAR have got it wrong. That was a clear and obvious goal and they made a a, a real mess of it.
1: Yeah, this is the bit I'm fascinated, Hugh. Um, sorry, on you go, take no, it
2: away I, I was going to say to Jordan that, that, you know, it's supposition on his part mm. that the referee was afraid to take the
1: decision. And if he is, he's, meant to be, he's one of the top refs in Absolutely. Yeah. world football, so, so he shouldn't be.
2: If we bring in VAR, if one sunny day VAR suddenly turns up here, you cannot then start to add caveats And say, ah, but He went to the screen And he was afraid to make the call What do we do then? Yeah, well,
1: you did the amateur psychologist bit 10 minutes ago So, we're, you know, Jordan's allowed to have his crack at it What was strange about it, Kenny? Because I feel like A lot of people are Not not making excuses for the ref Or letting him off it But they're saying, well We don't think he saw the crucial angle Fine, fair enough but even even at those other angles, what did he see? What did he see to make him overturn it? Now, because there's one thing saying right, he didn't get the critical angle, which clears up beyond all doubt that there was nothing in it. But the goal stands. The, the goal is a goal, and he then goes over to see if he can see anything wrong with the goal. Even out of those other angles, they might not have been conclusive. But what did he see in them that makes him overturn that original decision? Because I, I couldn't spot anything.
3: I genuinely don't And I'll I'll say I don't think he looked comfortable With the decision That he was about to give You know Whether it's supposition Or whether it's it's, Well it is my opinion Mm -hmm. Definitely I don't think he looked Entirely convinced About the decision He was about to give The angle Did clear it up But The clear and obvious thing as well He's seen that Yep he's seen it in real time Live And he's thought There's nothing wrong with it He's now had evidence to back that decision up. Like you say, this has not been a decision he's gave that he's had to overturn because it's a free kick. This is a this is a, a situation he's seen. He's not gave The goal goes through. Brilliant. Yeah. Great play, Phil Fredo. Cut it back, Ryan Kent, seven four. And then he's went back and looked at it and saw something What did he say? I don't know Because for me, it only clarified the decision The original decision that
2: he had made If he's if he still he's
1: a bag of nerves Is it not as simple to give Rangers the goal? That, 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 that's what I'm saying, that's the point Because even if he doesn't get the angle The best angle, the one that clears it up There's still, not, there's still nothing in the other angles Which would make you overturn the original decision
3: What, what the, the, the chat on the referee going to the screen is that 99 times out of 100 If he's been called to that screen It's because they feel it's been a wrong decision So he maybe feels under So you think that like,
1: automatically puts uh, you well, under 99 a times out
3: of 100 yeah. apparently So it's that one time that maybe the referee stands up And goes no no I'm going to mm-hmm. back the original call
1: Morelos um, did a lot more than that though Jordan just how good was he last night
7: Oh yeah well I, I didn't think he was that good in the first half But in the second half he was amazing The way he held the ball up him and Kent, the, the way they played together was great. And I, I, honestly, I've never seen Alfredo give a goal away like that. Normally, Alfredo would have rattled that in the back of the net for that, for the one that got disallowed. But he don't know what was wrong with him the second half yesterday, but he was feeling a bit kind. So oh. it's good. good, good on him. Can I make another quick little point? We'll on make it the, very on, quick. On, on, the, on the teaser.
1: No, no, absolutely not These two are not getting any help with that I've just cut Jordan off Brutally he's, No, he's still, on the, he's still on the line But I can't be having that These two are not having any help On the teaser Jordan says, you know, Morelos Better second half than first Mats Hummels is going to be Seeing him in his nightmares, isn't he?
3: Well, that was Alfredo at his best In the second half Yeah, I think he was a wee bit subdued In the first half When balls were going up to him He wasn't his usual physical self as well Whereas the second half You've you seen Alfredo at his best Working a back line Balls are going up to him And being an absolute nuisance For me he bullied uh, uh, The back lot in the second half Again I know John says it's unlike him But I loved it The minute I've seen the two of them go through I'm just thinking right Drive up to the keeper Square it Tap and game over And he done it you know, Would normally you have would squared have it to Boyd? Absolutely done it many Would I he time. have done it to you? Absolutely not Didn't think so <laughs> <laughs> But it's really scored though really <laughs> scored
1: uh, Thank you Jordan I'm going to see if you're Telepathic clue To the guys Has worked on this Full time teaser uh, Can you Name me Not including James Tavernier The last eight Non Scottish Rangers club captains Now you were doing Pretty well actually No you weren't That's no, a right. You no, got no, two no. Amoruso And Butcher
2: this is, this is down to Kenny Miller now Because he's played For Rangers about 17 times yeah, He's worked, that's worked
1: true. under every the managers like Ach, Scott Simon uh, Fernando Rickson See I knew someone Was going to say that and I think we've had this question before And there's always a bit of de- For somehow a bit of debate As to whether he was club captain or not If you go onto Rangers Wikipedia And click club captains He's not on it Okay Right
3: So we're giving it no then Stefan <sighs> Kloss We're we'll
1: giving it no for the, the benefit of for, of this But someone will probably tell me that, that he was uh, Stefan Kloss yes
3: Steve Davis
1: Steve Davis yes Okay we'll get the rest After I tell you all about this
0: Super Scoreboard European Football Coverage With Moyer and Sweeney
1: Litigation Whether
0: it's criminal defence
1: Family law, public inquiries and more They are here for you They are indeed and they are our sponsors of European Football Coverage this season Giving you the chance to win a 58 inch Samsung 4K TV And an Amazon Echo Show as well It's uh, quite the night last night So Moyer and Sweeney Litigation uh, I'm sure we're as interested in everyone else as what was going on. They're a multi-award winning law firm offering high quality, discreet legal service in a wide range of matters. And they are teaming up with us for European football coverage this season. So if you go to Clyde1.com right now, you can find out more about them and enter for the chance to win that 58-inch Samsung TV and Amazon Echo Show. More of your talking points next.
0: Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1, Super Scoreboard
1: We're on the home straight with Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans We've got more calls to take, more football to talk And more answers to get on this teaser Can you name, not including James Tavernier The last 8 non-Scottish Rangers club captains You're doing pretty well You've got Lorenzo uh, Amaruso. Uh, you've got Terry Butcher, Stefan Kloss, Stephen Davis. I knew this would happen. I did say it. So Grant Munn says MacLeish a hundred percent made Rickson captain after Kloss got injured halfway through the season. Uh, APTRM80 says something similar. So I don't know where the breakdown is. Is, is. Whether that's officially club captain or took over. I'll stick him on the list. You're Why not? You, you've you've given us the answer. You're,
2: you're officially club captain when mm. the season begins. I mean, you're still the club captain when when you're mm. out injured.
1: Anyway look, Let's stick him on the list Because you got it You identified it And these guys know what they're talking about These guys remember everything uh, Any more So we've upped it to nine essentially You've got five of them Bocanegra Yes Now that's a good shout Well done
3: And Craig Moore
1: Excellent So what's that two to get
3: Yep and I'm gone Okay
1: We'll leave it there You've got until the end of the show Let's bring in Chris in Bears Bearsden And get his thoughts tonight Chris
9: Hi guys uh, how you doing? Good,
1: thank you. Okay. Are
9: you well? Uh, uh, yes. Good yeah. man, uh, result Last night, uh, I felt a wee bit uh, disappointed. Um, I'm a Celtic fan, but it was just uh, the point I wanted to make where when it comes to uh, European football, it seems to now be a trend that the Celtic going to the European group and it's, you know, well, we get a result, well, we don't get a result. Whereas with Steven Gerrard and now uh, with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, it seems that they are building up, you know, like... When they're in Europe, they're very confident and, you know, actually envy that a wee bit. But it's, in this part of the world, you know, do you concentrate in the league? Are you happy in Europe? Because, again, after last night, the automatic they've had and stuff. And, you know, at the end of the season, would Giovanni be held a success because he got to the last day? Or, if he doesn't win the league, you know, will they actually still praise these European mm-hmm. results? Because as a Celtic fan, I'd rather win the league. But that's because I don't feel as if we perform in Europe as well anymore.
2: I, th- we I
1: think, Yeah, everything forms a big picture, doesn't it, Hugh?
2: Yeah, I think 999 of the Celtic support agree with Chris. They, they value the league above all else. Uh, Europe will hurt a bit because they've been played off the park twice by Bodo Glint. Uh, And 5-1 aggregate Could have been much worse And they don't like it Of course they don't But I think you have to cut Ange Postacoglu some slack here This guy comes in The season before Has been an unmitigated disaster He comes in He gets things sorted out To the extent that As we stand here tonight Celtic are three points ahead At the top of the league table And have the first trophy of the season The Premier Sports Cup Back at Celtic Park Into the bargain Surely Any fair-minded person Would think that European success On top of all that uh, He can be forgiven If Europe hasn't been uh, Outstanding As I say Champions League was over And done with Before he'd drawn breath The Europa League He approached every game And at times you thought He's mad You know To try and Talk about winning games uh, away from home Like Real Betis And he's two up against Real Betis And you're thinking <laughs> But To cut the guy some slack He's top of the league He's got the first trophy of the season And Europe has been Hit and miss
1: But surely In his first season He's entitled mm. to that Yeah I mean These things Possibly don't all happen overnight Kenny Is there that feeling Do you think uh, Rangers now Where they they just feel comfortable at that level of European. When I say that level, I'm not sure anyone expected to beat Borussia Dortmund as such. But it's not just Borussia Dortmund. Take a look at the list over the last few seasons: Villarreal and Porto and Benfica and all the rest. None of them have actually got the better of Rangers over two legs. Bayer Leverkusen did, and they were very good and they knocked Rangers out. Um, but is this as a result of you know, sort of building that, rather than that? I'm assuming it doesn't just happen overnight.
3: No, they, they, they look comfortable You know they look as if The game that they can play Matches up against the really really good teams You know they can play a different way Again you see it's a That's been a, probably the first time in what, oh, Or almost I know there was a little bit of Mullerwell When Steven Gerrard in his first season Played a back three But it was one game And it was never seen again Last night There's a, there's a different way you can play Against these teams And it seems to suit Rangers They've got Listen Rangers have got really really good players And when they come up in the two performances They have turned up and they've shown how good players they are But what it does is it's a different game completely They don't have to really go and break teams down the way That they probably do nine times out of ten domestically And it suits them, you know And they've built up a, a level that they know what they're going to be facing They know what they need to do when they come up against these European teams you know, and like you say, it's not just a Dortmund game. There's been some real success stories over, over the last four years in Europe. I mean, you know, they've came through some incredible, even tough uh, qualifying campaigns as well. Like they end up playing like 15, 16 European games over the course of a campaign. So it's, uh, they have got used to it. They are experienced in it. They know what it takes to win big games. And when you've got players, again, Alfredo's goal return has just been sensational. You've got a player who, in that, those games, seems to thrive he's definitely saved some of his best performances in a Rangers jersey for the European nights and his goal return uh, is better than one and two. Mm. So it's, it's phenomenal.
1: Now Chris, you I'm sure, acknowledge the way football works. You'll feel very differently if things go wrong at Easter Road on Sunday. Are you confident Celtic just get back to business and carry on where they left off?
9: It's a lot. In this season, it's, because it's been so close, instead of actually looking so far ahead, you, you look like that, you know, we could draw uh, in the weekend and then Rangers win and your three points is uh, down to one. And so it's like and now it seems each week you get uh, nervous all over again and you never come free because uh, I think Ange has exceeded his own expectations that now people do need to cut him some slack because at the start of the season I didn't expect us to be uh, at the top of the table so it's like he's exceeded his own expectations so folk can then Jump on his back And things Don't go right You know You just have to look back At what he's done
1: Yeah It's going to be a big weekend Anyway Sunday's going to be a cracker It's the old psychology Sunday Celtic go first What can they do Do they stretch the lead Or do they falter do they give Rangers The opportunity to close the gap It'll all be Very exciting I'm sure But not Before we get past tomorrow Hugh St Mirren Hearts Is jumping out at me Because Hearts are having A mini wobble And Stephen Robinson Had to wait for his St Mirren debut And he'll get it at home tomorrow I dare say he wasn't all
2: that disappointed that the Dundee game was uh, called off because of the terrible weather. Uh, it's given him time to work with his players, get his ideas across. And I, I don't think Robbie Nielsen will be looking forward to this. Uh because the, the, the St. Mirren players, the, the, the crowd at Paisley will be looking to give the team that uh, new managerial bounce that can offer a company. Uh, an appointment like this and he's an astute manager into the bargain Stephen Robinson Uh, all around me uh, I I see great matches tomorrow Gordon because uh, Aberdeen Dundee United they unveiled Sir Alex's statue that the Aberdeen Dundee United game when Sir Alex was at Pataudry and Jim McLean was at Tannidice they were then known as the new firm it's a wonderful occasion for him tomorrow Uh, Dundee Mark McGee against Livingston he really needs a win in that match to win over the Dens Park crowd And St Johnston going to Ross County After beating Hearts uh, And thinking about Getting away from that bottom place in the league So everywhere tomorrow Interest and intrigue
1: Yeah it's going to be interesting Kenny what did you make of that appointment Of, of Stephen Robinson And he obviously like we said He did have to wait the game off during the week
3: Yeah I think it's a really good appointment I mean you'll know him well for your, being a Motherwell fan I think the job he done there he transformed his team from The bloody nose The elbows of this the, the semi-final Against Rangers To playing some very very good football Changed his system uh, Changed players Played some brilliant stuff And got third you know And his team tomorrow Could potentially win and go fourth You know So it's a big big incentive for him
1: Aberdeen Dundee United Hugh These famous old rivals Of yep. locked horns many times There's a statue of Sir Alex At Petodre these days no, What how, about that?
2: How would you like to be Jim Goodwin tomorrow? The new Aberdeen manager And there's the statue of the man who will forever be the greatest manager in Aberdeen's history And I don't know if Sir Alex is staying and will attend the match tomorrow But Jim Goodwin I I think he is Well, you've got it all to do then You know, Sir Alex will be in and about the place early on He'll be talking to everyone Uh, Without doubt the greatest Scottish manager of all time Will never be surpassed uh, because of what he achieved um, so I wish Jim Goodwin well uh, He started off with a draw Didn't he against Motherwell uh, But he really will Want to win that For himself And his players And the club First and foremost But
1: I wouldn't like to lose At home They done the United With Sir Alex watching How big is Ross County Against St Johnston Kenny Ross County are in 10th They're 4 points Ahead of St Johnston Are we at the stage Of the season Where they win that And it Kind of makes them safe. Um, on the flip side, obviously, if St Johnston win it, you know it's it's game on in that battle.
3: I, I think based on form and again our severe lack of wins over the course of our season, if Ross County win that game, it might be a bridge too far for St Johnston or Dundee. To I mean, Dundee would be potentially nine points, and St Johnston would be seven points. You want so Stato? It'd be a big, big ask.
1: You want Stato? You've been doing some research, have
2: you? St Johnston haven't won in Dingwall for five years. Oh, well,
3: those I was going to say 55 years or so Those, are those records there. are there To yeah. be broken aren't they yeah.
1: uh, Right let's finish with this teaser Then you've got two more Of the last nine As it's turned out Rangers club captains Who are non-Scottish And it doesn't include James Tavernier Amaruso, Butcher Klaus Davis, Rickson Boccanegra, And Moore. Is there another Italian in there?
3: No oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well it's no give us a clue Come on you I need, need help here I'm toiling
1: Right if we're talking, who's the furthest back there of the list but so wait, far? Butcher, is a, right?
3: Is there a debut or no?
1: no, no. But I was going to say from from Butcher to now. If I said to you, who's the best player to play for Rangers since then? You give me a couple of names, wouldn't yeah,
3: you? Uh, Gaza, Lowdrop,
1: Lowdrop. Yeah. There we go. Lowdrop. Okay, and one more, which must have been with this. Be bef- yeah, before Terry Butcher, just just yeah. before maybe oh eighty-three ish. Eighty-three. I think he's Northern Irish Yeah Oh Come on now Hugh I can Finish it off Give him the initials This is Hughes then. This has got to be Hughes era see. Give him the initials J.M. Oh he's gone Yeah well it's John Yeah it's a safe bet though isn't it Mitchell <laughs> oh, Forget it <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking Johnny Mitchell Because she's your favourite musician uh, John McClellan John Big John of course Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Hugh. We're back at two o'clock tomorrow and GBX Anthem's up next.